This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Hell. We are the perfect blend of Saints sincerity and stupidity. How many RPMs would it take for the Julio Copter to actually fly away? And how many fumbles would happen as a result? <laughs> well, that's a trick question because you can only fumble once. If you're not having fun when your team is 11-2 and winning back-to-back division titles for the first time in 50 years, then you need to stop watching. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbro. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are brought to you by SeatGeek. Guys, they have the best app to get tickets to shows, concerts, events. Download their app. Green light means it's a good deal. A red, uh, Yellow light means it's okay deal. A red light means it's a bad deal. Stop, cut it off, don't do it. Use the code ACAA on your first purchase. You get $20 on them. That's a free beer, a free nacho helmet, cotton candy for your kids, a hat, a pennant, whatever. Uh, go there. SeatGeek, use the code ACAA, SeatGeek, life's an event, they have the tickets. All right, Dave, like we said just before we started, Andrew is en route. He just had to dispatch of a 70-year-old woman with a bad hip in tennis. So, for Saints news, there wasn't much except that Gerald McCoy signed with Carolina, which is the worst possible scenario if he wasn't going to sign with the Saints, that he stayed in the NFC South. Why couldn't he have gone to fucking Cleveland, Dave? Is that too much to ask? Yeah, I mean, you would think Cleveland would be the landing destination. They're signing everybody else. They're building a, uh, a super team up there. <laughs> so certainly I would have thought uh, Gerald McCoy would have been joining them. But yeah, no, that's frustrating. I'm sure Tampa Bay, <laughs> I'm sure the Bucks are kind of pissed uh, kicking themselves in the ass that they've got an outdeal hell is a world coming dope I just wanted a summer free agent signing Dave that's all I wanted I wanted a June fun let's get nuts excited free agent signing for the Saints they disappoint me I hate I hate to to pick nits but if you wanted the summer free agent signing technically you'd have to wait till after June 20th what? when summer actually starts what man? It's it was ninety <laughs> fucking five degrees. I know. I know. The summer I know, I know. is upon us. Don't give me this bullshit about it. it's not summer <laughs> with your with your technical dates and nonsense. Get the fuck out of here with that. With your, Thanks with for your everybody for joining us. In the equinoxes. <laughs> I mean, so uh, 
We got some people in the chat room. <laughs> CJ asked, did we even get a meeting with McCoy? Only in my mind, CJ. The Saints were never actually inter- interested. And they had plenty of cap space. They had, the Saints had $7, $8 million of cap space. Not that that's ever stopped them from doing whatever the fuck they want, right? So they just didn't have an interest in Well, in I'm sure they had an interest in them. They could have they signed them for the short term, you know, and signed them for this year. But, you know, like we discussed, what are you going to do – you know, the year after that and the year after that when you've got to pay your guys like Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara. So I don't, I don't think it was this year so much as, you know, the next few years. I don't think Gerald McCoy fit into the plans over the next, you know, three, four years. Yeah, I mean, but it was a one-year deal with Carolina too. So Carolina's oh, weird. Well, they have now. a lot of defensive – Carolina, they – well, Julius Peppers, they, they have a lot of old dudes on their defense and Gerald McCoy just like adds to it. So, so I don't know what they're doing, is but I, McCoy, I just I, is McCoy like th- that old that he's no, he's like thirty one. He's thirty. So he's a, he's well, the exact so same age as one year deal. I'm, yeah, I, I feel like he could have held out for a multi year deal. Yeah. That's kind of surprising. Yeah, it, it's it's I don't know. It's it, but you know, Carolina checks all the boxes for him. If if you want to win, I mean, you can make the case. Carolina they've been to the Super Bowl recently. They went to the playoffs two years ago. If Car- if Cam ha- Newton is healthy, you can. You can make a case in your mind if you're Joe McCoy that that's a place you can win, uh, and he gets uh, and he gets uh, the added bonus of being able to stick it to Tampa, where like Bruce Arians like didn't even really thank him on the way out. He's like he didn't fit his blah, blah, you know like shit all over him. So Joe McCoy, I'm sure he wants the extra motivation. Um, I I want to continue hearing you make an argument for the Panthers winning the Super Bowl. Go ahead, continue. Well, no, I mean th- not that they can, but like if he if you're Gerald McCoy, like. You know, if you're, you know, I think, I don't think he visited any teams that were like trash. You know, like he visited Baltimore, he visited Cleveland. Um, I think he visited Dallas. All right. All, I'm still waiting for you to list non trashy teams here. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, they all made the, except for Cle- well, actually, Cleveland. Well, Cleveland was 7 8 one. One. That felt like 12 and 4 for them. <laughs> Let's back up, okay? Cleveland is Cleveland until further notice, okay? I'm, I'm not going to – I don't care who they signed this offseason. I don't care what all-star team they're putting together up there in Ohio. Uh, Cleveland is still Cleveland until they prove otherwise, okay? Cleveland is Cleveland is still Cleveland. Can you make – can you can you print that out on a T-shirt? Fun times in Cleveland town, baby. At least we're not Detroit. <laughs> That's a YouTube video, isn't it? It's like my favorite one of all time. It's like probably about 15, 20 years old at this point. It still yeah. makes me laugh every time I watch it. So as we wait for Juge, I want to devolve into what like only 35% of the people that listen to this podcast like is when we talk about our personal lives. So I'm going to talk about my weekend at the blackjack table where I was up $600, but I was – having so much fun and drinking so much it was a table of all my all the 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 friends that we met at the Beau Rivage it was a table of all of us I was having too much fun Dave and I couldn't walk away and I lost every fucking dollar that I had won well that sounds uh that sounds like the mo of a degenerate gambler such as yourself so I'm not surprised by any of this wait so you went to Beau Rivage again this weekend yeah do you drive there or do you fly? Yeah, I drive. We, wow, 
That's like a seven-hour drive, huh? We drive, and then, you know, we drive. The mother-in-law watches the kiddo for a night, and uh, and we get nuts. For, me and the wife get nuts for a night. We went to a nice steakhouse. I didn't lose any money. So I, the, the money that I went with, right, I came right. home with, sure. but I was up like almost 600 at one point, and I had stacks upon stacks at the blackjack table, and I just I refused to walk away. Uh, and now, I paid the price. Wait, so you drive there? You only drive to Beau Rivage for one night of action? Yeah, but I mean, like, we, we oh my drive God. there. So wait, so we wait, drove you drive to New Orleans. 14... We drive to New Orleans on Thursday, stay in New Orleans oh, Thursday, oh, Friday, oh, okay, okay, drive okay, from okay. New Orleans to Beau Rivage, stay the night, right, right, right. drive back, pick up the kiddo, and go back to Houston. Got it. Okay. I hear you. Yeah. So you're not a degenerate gambler, so you 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 feel none of my pain, Dave. I had a, I had a parlay <laughs> bet. If Toronto would have came through for me last night, I'd have won that. That went up in flames. It was just oh yeah, well disaster Toronto. all around. If I if I had money on Toronto, and I was watching <laughs> that game, I would be I would I'd be more bald than I am now. I would have pulled all my hair out. Uh, that was frustrating to watch. Toronto could have had that game. They 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 totally blew it. I mean, they just couldn't make any shots. Obviously, the third quarter started, uh, didn't start too well for them. But even at the end of the game, I mean, they pulled within five. They had a chance. They one time I mean, was... in my life that I give thing? a shit about what happens to Canada in any circumstance, and they let me down. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Yeah, um, they should have won that game. <laughs> so uh, I didn't. They didn't have um, some of the casinos in Vegas. I had seen had put up like Week One college football lines, and stuff. they didn't have any of the Week One NFL stuff. So I couldn't get totally insane and bet Houston, bet Saints, Texans, right? Um, Oh, that's right. The sports betting is new. Oh, yeah. So you're you were partaking in the the newly legalized sports betting at the Beauvage. Yes, but thank. Do they have thank, a sports book set up there yet? What's that? Do they have a sports book set up at the Bow already? Oh yeah. I mean, it's tiny. I mean, it, it, like the size of it is like probably the the size of like my di- my my the first floor of my house. Like it's not very big, you know. Not the Westgate in Las Vegas. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> uh, thank God that Louisiana didn't let gambling make sports gambling legal and can save the people from the hellfire and degre- you know degenerate becoming. They can save the state of Louisiana from becoming degenerate sports gamblers. Not that the other nine hundred forms of gambling that Louisiana have doesn't give people an outlet to do that, but. Um, so it was nice. I, I liked, I mean, the sports book, you know, the, if you go in the casino, I just like another way for, for them to take my money, you know? Uh, <laughs> so uh, as we wait for Aunt, as we wait for Andrew uh, in Saints news, you know, I want to knock on wood or something, Dave, because the Saints, they haven't had any off-season arrests except for Onyemata getting his weed in the mail. Uh, they haven't had any injuries yet, uh, which is good. Uh, they keep signing random no-name running backs um, by the bushel. Um, That's okay. That's good. So, But do you fear, do you fear that there is a – Injury that they're not telling us about, or like a suspension about to drop. <laughs> these these running back moves are weird. 
No, I mean, uh, I mean, they lost Ingram. Obviously, they signed um, what's his face, um, the guy from uh, what they just signed the guy from Baltimore, the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think you know I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I think they realize you know I've said earlier running backs are kind of uh, you know I hate to say a dime a dozen. I hate to minimize it, but you know certainly. You know, running back isn't normally a position where you got to draft in the first round or the second round somebody high. Um, I'm definitely all for the, uh, you know, the stockpiling them and just and seeing who shakes out because um, you never really know. Uh, we've we've found Pierre Thomas, we've found Chris Ivory, we've found Traveris Cadet, we found uh, uh, Kyrie. Robinson. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, all those guys were no-name guys that wound up making it. So, you know. Well, here's what I want to bring up is that it probably was one of the greatest moments of the podcast, not when it's on the air, but I had a big kick of it, is Darren Sproles apparently is wanting to come out of retirement is thinking about it, and one of his preferred destinations is New Orleans. And if the Saints would bring back Darren Sproles – after Michelle Sproles hijacked the Sean Payton worst decision Saints happy hour bracket and, and won it last week, would that be a top five moment in podcast history, Dave, if the Saints brought back Darren Sproles after his wife won the worst Sean Payton decision bracket? Well, uh, does, does, does that mean the curse is reversed? I don't know. That's the thing, the, man. The curse has already been reversed. <laughs> I don't know about that. We still can don't she, want a Super but Bowl. But can yet. she re can she re reverse it? Can it go? I don't know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Let, let let's talk about this. Is the curse reversed? Because since then we lost the 2011 divisional championship game on a last second. No, he run. was on that team. Oh right, right. Okay, so that's it. Okay, so since then uh, we've had the Minnesota miracle. We've had the Nolan no call. So, I mean, maybe the curse is uh, still alive and well. Maybe we have to sign da- Darren Sproles back to get to the Super Bowl. To purge the curse completely? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, thoughts on that? I like that theory, Dave. Uh, I don't know. I-, I feel like the curse was removed when we were allowed to leave the Greenbrier and stop being 7-9. and nine. I mean, I feel like making the playoffs means. I mean, if your standard of breaking a curse is winning a Super Bowl, like, I just feel like the curse is going to live forever, you know, or could live forever. Well, I mean, you could argue, maybe, not that the curse is lifted when they win a Super Bowl, but you could, like, a normal playoff defeat not a historic one that will live for fucking ever in the annals of the nfl like just a regular 24 to 10 playoff defeat did you did you just say annals yeah, he, he did say that i heard it i did say annals. <laughs> in, the, in the in the stinky butthole <laughs> the stinky buttholes of nfl history but darren sproles andrew would the Saints have a place for him on the roster? And is he possibly really washed? Even though we love him and he's one of my favorite all-time Saints players. He's 35, coming off major injuries. If if he wanted, if the Saints were interested, would they have a place for him? Would they have a role for him? And is he just washed? I don't really see it because I feel like your third running back on this roster has to be a guy that 
can run in between the tackles, you know? And, but I mean, I don't know. It would be fun. It would be fun. I don't know that there would be much of a place for him. There wouldn't be much of a role. I mean, maybe he would get five touches a game kind of thing. But, I mean, we saw when they had Kamara Ingram and Peterson, how that worked out. I mean, they really can't do it with three backs. So, I just don't see it. Can Sproles just return kicks and punts? Can we do that? Well, no. I mean, they've got they got they got Cheryl's and they got the the UDFA right to fight it out there. Um. Okay. So I go back to my original question: Can we get Sproles to return kicks and punts? <laughs> we could. Yeah, I could see that. It would pump. People would be excited because I don't think I don't think the hardcore Saints fan remember the the, the curse necessarily, or the casual the card for, hardcore fans remember the curse. Obviously, casual fans don't necessarily remember the Darren Sproles wife curse. So I think f- casual fans would be super pumped to bring back Darren Sproles. Am I wrong on that? No, because well, other than they might just protest on the assumption that he's washed and he's not good anymore. But I, I feel like. If anything, it's kind of like Jimmy Graham. Most Saints fans felt like he was done wrong. So it would kind of be nice in a way to see him back. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. My memories of Sproles are so, besides the curse, are so warm and fuzzy. I mean, he was amazing. Even even in his time with the Saints, like his last game against the Eagles, he had the big kick return to set up the game-winning field goal. Uh, So my... My memories of him are warm and fuzzy. I'd hate for him to come back and he'd be like completely washed. And then it's like, oh yeah, he's old and busted, and they have to cut him or something. So, so I, does he I still thinking, does he still hold the all-purpose yardage single yes. season record in the NFL? Yes. That was a fun season. When I went when I went to the NFL Hall of Fame uh, in Kansas, when you walk were, when, you, when, when you walk through the anals. Yeah, so I walked through the annals of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, there was a there was memorabilia in there of Sproles and in a Saints jersey and him breaking the all-purpose yards record. Like right as you walk in, it was one of the first things you saw. It was pretty cool. Nice, nice. So uh, as I fight a cold and if if I end up being muted a couple times and. That's just because I'm trying to, when I hack up a lung and blood and whatnot, I try to mute myself. So if I have the sniffles, I'm just fighting it. I am fighting it hard. I could blame that on me saying anals, but we know that's not the case. Uh, So this big question I wanted to do as we get to June, we'll start doing camp previews. We'll wait for that later because we got time to fill. But the, the question I wanted to ask tonight that was, and, and join in on the chat if you're if you're listening on the live stream, Dave, I'll start with you. Shoot is out Drew that chat Brees, link so we can all follow along. Yeah. Is is Drew Brees still the most valuable Saints player on the roster? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, when I think of most valuable player, I think about, you know, who's the one player that if you if you removed from the team, you know, would would – be the biggest difference, you know, would be would be missed the most. And uh, I mean, I just think the nature of the game in football, of quarterback, is the most important position. Uh, so I mean, I think I've got to go with yes. Now, 
had you worded the question, is Drew Brees the most talented or the most athletic player at his position on the Saints? You know, then I would maybe say, I don't know, maybe, you know, Kamara's up there, Cam Jordan, maybe, um, maybe Marshawn Lattimore. Um, but as far as who's the most valuable to the team and winning games, uh, I think it's uh, it'll always be Drew Brees as long as he's alive and playing, I guess. Andrew? I'm Drew going with Brees. Cam Jordan. I I go... I think, the, I think the baton has been passed, and I think Brees is still a great player. They can still win with Brees. He's instrumental. Uh, if you were to ask me, can they win with Teddy Bridgewater? Um, I would say maybe. Um, but I think the drop-off... I mean, I put it to you this way. I think if Breeze goes down, I think the drop-off from Breeze to Bridgewater is less than the drop-off from Cam Jordan to Trey Hendrickson or whoever ends up being the primary backup defensive end. And I think Cam Jordan at this point is the most consistently awesome performer on the Saints. I was going to say that I I think this, the, the most valuable person on the Saints roster is Marshawn Lattimore when he's playing his best. I really believe it because I think he affects everything. But the thing is to me, Andrew... Yeah, but he's not I, always playing his best. We've watched two seasons of him, and he's played his best in maybe eight games. Yeah. Cam- is always playing his best. Yeah, that's fair. But my thing is, I don't think it's Drew Brees anymore because I look at value is what happens if you get injured and the the drop-off from Drew Brees to McCown or whoever it was before Bridgewater was so vast, you really felt like the Saints were fucked. I feel like if, if, if Drew Brees missed a month, the Saints wouldn't necessarily be screwed. Now, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater may not be any good. He may be not really healed up from his injury, and he may be a dud, and the Saints may go on four and be like, ah, the whole Teddy Bridgewater is the heir apparent. That's a bad idea. But as of now, I feel pretty good about it. Your thing about Trey Hendrickson is correct. At corn, well, now, now I, say, I say that about Lattimore. Now I think you're, no, you're 100% right, Andrew, because the drop-off from Lattimore, if he got injured, they could maybe figure it out at corner. At defensive end, they are completely fucked. The only other guy, Demario Davis, I feel like him gone at linebacker, you could maybe make a case. Yes, no? Yeah, uh... I got to see more of Demario Davis. You know, I think there's a chance that if he plays as well as he did last year or better, that he starts to ascend and maybe see more indispensable. But I, I mean, I just go back to there's no one on this team that can, can come close. Now, this it may be true about Davis too, but I, I, there is no doubt in my mind that what Cam Jordan does on the field is irreplaceable by anyone else. No one else on this team can come close to duplicating what Cam Jordan does on the field. To me, that's why he's the most valuable player. Now, you, you could also argue Lutz and Morstead. I mean, obviously, they're not going to pick up a guy on the street that is remotely as close to as good as those two. But I just think at this point, like, I think Breeze is much better than Bridgewater. But I just don't see at this stage of Breeze's career, I, I think Bridgewater is maybe closer to Breeze than we want to admit. Um, again, at the end of the day, I, I really think 
Cam Jordan is playing at a level right now that puts him in discussion as one of the best Saints defensive ends of all time. Uh, who would you put ahead of him? I, I, I think he's playing better than Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson's window of time was small, though, right? Yeah, but I, I'm talking about peak Cam Jordan, which is basically the way he's playing right now. You know, uh, I mean, Wayne, Wayne, and, and the Wayne thing is, Martin. Wayne Martin. I think he's playing better than Wayne Martin. Everywhere, though. You know, like Wayne Martin think- had double-digit sacks at three different spots. You know, so he's. Do we? Do you? Do you? Do you classify Wayne Martin as an end? He gets dicey. Yeah, it's dicey. But uh, if you were to ask me right now, peak Wayne Martin or peak Cam Jordan, I'm picking peak Cam Jordan. Yeah, I mean, thing is, the thing is with with. They're kind of very similar, though. They're just like really, really, really fucking good. Not at everything. At everything, and yeah. they don't really get the recognition. They didn't really get the recognition they deserve for whatever reason. Cam Jordan is starting to. Wayne Martin never did. You know. Um, yeah. So I think there that that's a really it's a really good comparison. Um, Jordan is only eleven sacks behind Wayne Martin. In in the all-time Yeah. Yes. So, Dave, is there? I guess not that we would go top five, but like I asked this. I asked this question of when me and Andrew were doing the podcast for Wednesday on whether who is more valuable, and the the question I asked was uh, between Will Lutz and Thomas Morrison. But I want to ask you the question in a different way. If I said to you, you have to take a starter from the Saints. You don't have to name a name, but you have to pick pick a position and you have to take away a starter for a significant portion of time, at least six games. What position would you pull and say, I'll take away a starter from that position? And it can't be kicker or punter, but it has to be a position. What position would you do that to? Oh, man, that's tough. Um... A starter, man. See, I was gonna say running back, but you know that means you're getting rid of Camara pretty much. We don't even know who the other starters would be at that position. Uh, God, I guess I'll go with linebacker. I mean, the Saints have been pretty mediocre for the last 15 years at linebacker, and they've done okay. So, I guess I'd say linebacker. Andrew, where would you go if I thought you had to take one starter away from a position group? So if I have to pick the position group, but I can't say the player, you could do both. You could or say you the could player. But... You could say the player if you want, but you don't have to. Uh, say I'll go. I'll have. go safety. I'll just go safety. I feel like not. Not that I want Von Bell or Marcus Williams to go down, and I, it would be bad. But I just feel like safety's a place where, you know, if everyone else is playing well, you can kind of get away with it. So I would. I would pick for safety. Yeah. <laughs> I would probably go. I would probably go. Ooh, that's so tough. I would probably go corner and hope that they could figure it out because I feel oh, like. Oh, no way. No way, dude. I, like, I would pick receiver over corner. You would pick receiver, you would... like. Receiver... 
receiver not named Michael Thomas? Like they're all kind of the same. But I can't name. I didn't name a player. Like I was just thinking, it's just a position group, so I don't get to pick the player. So it could, it, it, like, if you pick receiver, it might be Michael Thomas. It might well, be. All right, well, there's six. There's six dudes at receiver, yeah. so I'll take my chances that it's not Michael Thomas. But I'm just saying, like, no, it's got to be a starter. So if it's not Michael Thomas, then it's got to be either Traquan Smith or Ted Ginn. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. They can't lose Lattimore. What I'd, I'd, what a, I'd pick offensive line. I, I I would pick offensive line before corner. It's. I mean, I, I feel like they cannot lose Lattimore, and they really can't lose Apple. I mean, remember how last season was going before they picked up oh, Apple? Yeah. Yeah. You. Do we really want? Do we really want to see Ken Crawley or PJ Williams out there again? <laughs> Covering Julio Jones or Mike Evans? Do we really want to see that? Yeah, I mean, somebody there was prepared a time, for this podcast. Ken... It wasn't me, obviously. Was... <laughs> Andrew's just torching all my takes today. <laughs> Fairly, there was a by time, the way. There was a time when Ken Crawley could potentially cover Julio Jones. I mean, it's amazing that Eli Apple has been – adequately mediocre for just long enough that he's helped us forget what it was like to have PJ Williams and or Ken Crawley starting on the outside. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think you've forgotten that Marshawn Lattimore and Ken Crawley two years ago were freaking awesome. Yeah. Crawley. Crawley Crawley's really, 2015 he, season was awesome. He, he really did have a strange drop off. He was kind of an ascending player. A lot of Saints fans were really into Crawley going into last year. I mean, what would Billy Bando be saying right now if you listen to this? <laughs> Billy Bando, you in the chat room, baby. Fire some hot takes at us. I still uh, follow somebody that. Somebody said, Andres Pete, if you could nominate one, one starter to take away, Andres Pete. I still well, follow Billy Bando. He like updated. A, he's got a profile picture now and everything. He's like becoming real legit. It's not Ken Crawley. I mean, so so do you? I, yeah, I'm sure Ken Crawley can't find a picture of some white dude on the internet and post it as his picture. Would you? Would you rate your your biggest worries of injury? Would you rate it, Andrew? Then would you say it's corner, wide receiver, and then what would be third? Well, wide receiver, if it's not Michael Thomas, I don't care. I, I really don't think there's a major difference between Cam Meredith, Traquan, Ted Ginn. I mean, all those guys, you know, Kirkwood. Like, I all think they're capable. They're not great. So I think on the offensive line, they can afford an injury, maybe two. But to me, tight end, like if Jared Cook goes down, when we're back to – Josh Hill and a bottle of rum, you know? <laughs> um, so tight end makes me nervous. Um, defensive line is, is kind of sneaky thin, at least until Rankins comes back and shows that he's fine. You know, I, I think they're a little thin on the defensive line. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Dave, what, what, in, what, what, what position group would if you if you see that that horrible training camp tweets 
so and so limped off the field. What position? That's horrible. Just will, will just like ruin your day as you build your uh, merchandise empire in the Louisiana area. I don't think I don't think anything's ruining Dave's day. Uh, I've had a long day because I've had to drive to Baton Rouge and, and back and and start getting a new store set up here. Uh, what I mean, quarterback? What do you? T- I mean, like what besides quarterback? No, I uh, mean like. He can pick quarterback. That's, that's in play. Well, I mean, if Drew Brees gets injured, um, everything changes. I think you don't think, you don't think the Saints can. You don't think the Saints can compete and win with Teddy Bridgewater right now? <laughs> no, but here's the here's the thing though, Andrew. Andrew about the Drew Brees injury. He might they might be able to compete and be okay, but if something happens seriously to Drew Brees. There would be a sadness that would set in over the fan base because then it would be like the Drew Brees era ended this way. Because he's not going to get injured. He, let's let's he, stop this. He's made of rubber, dude. It's not going to happen. Let's, let's move on. It's never going to happen. He he will never get injured. It's, just, it's not possible. Judge Andrew has spoken. Uh, so. As we get into the summer months and we have to do uh, more nonsense, I-, I try to come up with nonsense topics or interesting ones. So as I was drinking beer at my brother's re- refurbished pool on Friday night, we got to discussing what is the best summer beer to drink. So Dave, when now that the weather, now although you said it's not officially summer until the the end of June, uh, it's 95 fucking degrees, it's summer. What beer do you drink in the summer by the pool or at a picnic or wherever that you really enjoy? What's the best Well, hold, hold on, no, Dave, no, he, he's not allowed to say that. It starts on Memorial Day. The summer starts on Memorial Day, period, then, end of Right, unofficially it starts. I, I, I would say unofficially he's, that's correct. I mean, especially since, like, down here, my kids are, like, out of school – Right around Memorial Day, so camp starts after that. So, I mean, yeah, it is summer. Whenever su- summer is really when when school ends, that's really the summer. Um, the Blues, by the way, just went up three two in the middle of the third quarter here. So, somewhere Kevin Held, I'm sure, is happy. Somewhere Kevin Held is up updating a website, and maybe right. six people that listen to this podcast of the fifteen hundred that will. That when you combine tonight, YouTube, and other places, the tooth probably no. It'll, I take it back. It'll be close to two thousand, maybe a dozen people give a shit and could name a St. Louis blue. A Saint, a blue is that what you call them? Just is that what you call it. just one one player on the Blues? A blue? I heard it. <laughs> is that incorrect? Uh, is that is that I, like I, is that like the anal?s Is that incorrect? I think it's the, you just. I don't know. I would say a blues player. I don't know. Anyway, uh, to answer your beer question, um, it's unfair to ask me what I would drink because, you know, I, I drink anything. Uh, it doesn't matter the time of year. But, I mean, normally it's summer, it's hot, especially in southern Louisiana. So you're not really going to be drinking stouts, porters, all the dark stuff, you know, barrel-aged stuff, all that kind of uh, you know, obviously we're thinking something light, refreshing, crisp. Um, so now I don't drink these, but, you know, like a, a good Goza uh, would be good, 
good to drink by the pool. You know, Urban South has the lime cucumber goza that they uh, release year-round. Something like that would very, I think, would be great in the heat. Um, I am right now partaking in uh, Nola Brewery's most recent IPA release. <laughs> um, it's actually a little bit different than their normal stuff. It, it's not a juicy, hazy. I'm a haze boy. Uh, it's not a juicy, hazy, dank IPA like a lot of their other stuff. It's Ugh. it's like a filtered. It's got you know clear um, amber colored IPA. I think um, I'm gonna be sick. But uh, yeah, I mean that's what I'm drinking this summer. I'm I'm a haze boy. I love all the juice. I love the dank. Milk was a bad choice. Well, yeah, definitely. Don't drink milk. That's definitely not good in the heat. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just I'm I'm drinking all the hazy IPAs I can get. Parish is coming out with a whole bunch of ex- experimental stuff. Don't do it, uh, Zach. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I guess if we want to like uh, keep it Saints related, you know, you could say uh, the Gleason IPA from Port Orleans, even though I'm not necessarily really that big of a fan of that. Um, so that's, you know, that's, 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 what's good for the summer. Something, something light, something clean. I will point out that at my softball game yesterday, there was a guy on my team drinking in the parking lot, a natural light, a strawberry lemon, natural light. Oh yeah. Natter days. Is that a nat? That was a natter days. Yeah. Wait, is that a real um, thing? Are you, are... That is, it's this, it was a 16 ounce too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they, they have natural light strawberry. Yeah. No, so, I didn't lemon. know of this. Yeah, and and you know what? And like, yeah, normally you would think it's strip, but uh, I've heard it's actually really not that bad. I've never drank. drank I it. I took. I've heard it's not that and bad. And I I was horrified that I didn't hate it. Right, I, that's what I've heard. I've heard yeah. people are like, it's really not that bad, actually. I mean, I, I don't know if I go as far as to drink one, but I took a sip and I was like, I hate myself. How do I not hate this more? I like Boone's Farm Snow Creek Berry, so I. I'm excited about this natural light <laughs> strawberry. I did not know this existed. It's strawberry lemon, right, Dave? So, yeah, it's like a strawberry lemonade. That's yeah. like yeah. that's like when I found out about a bluebell bridal cake ice cream. Like this is exciting. <laughs> this is an exciting moment for me. And then you got with some your... natty light strawberry lime. I mean, I love straw beta, man. I'm still like in the summer. Straw beta is just delicious. All right, get out of here with with your fruity. Beers. Oh, so, so good, I dude! You were just talking about gozas. Are you kidding me? I love. I don't. I, don't, I love drink fruity it. beers. You, you, just I was me, you just said get out of here with the fruity beers right after saying give me a, a lime cucumber goza. No, 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 no. You, you were literally just said that. You, were, you literally were not listening. I said I don't drink gozas, but I I don't drink sours. I don't drink gozas. Uh, I don't drink fruity beers. But I said if you're into that. stuff, Stuff that's a good one for the summer. It's nice and light and crisp hmm. and refreshing. Well, that all right, fine. But that it's that that <laughs> if you believe that to me is worse than drinking a straw vita. <laughs> we we're we're more fired up about summer beers than we were about any Saints draft pick. You know, you know what's a good summer beer? I, I'm just going to throw this the out there. Know. I, I know I know it has a bad rep, but. I kind of love a PBR in the summer. I love. Is that, is that wrong of me? Did I did I just no. say something offensive? I champagne of beers, baby. A pony. A pony. I'm down with the pony in the of summer. The champagne yeah. of beers when it's so cold, it like numbs your hand. Oh, That's I, summertime I, to me. You got the wife beater on. 
maybe like some Bahama shorts. I mean, that's that's fucking summer, baby. I'm not above rocking a PBR, man. I I don't like the lime beers. Like the lime Bud beers Light are lime trash. Bud Light lime is trash. Absolutely Michelob, trash. Michelob Ultra Lime is okay. I the pomegranate no, is wor- the pomegranate one was worse than than ditch water. Um, but I gotta go beat a strawberry. Like that's just that's good summer drinking. That or a pony. I know that's weird on the spectrum, but that would be my choice for best summer beer. The these fruity beers, Jesus, guys, drink some straight bourbon or cognac like a man. I don't know, but like, I, like the thing is, a straight bourbon, you drink it warm or with one ice cube, Mike. So I feel like at by the pool and and a hundred degrees, like that's just a little bit weird. Like I can drink a mixed drink by a pool, but I can't drink a warm drink. In a hundred degrees, am I crazy for that, or am I? Or yeah, does, or I mean, booking the territory is saying in the chat like these fruity beers. Jesus, guys, drink some straight bourbon or cognac. I'm not gonna. I mean, I like bourbon, but I'm not gonna drink that stuff when it's 98 degrees outside and I'm sitting by the pool. That's when you need <laughs> a nice, like, cold, refreshing fruity beer, right? I feel like if you're drinking, if you're drinking cognac by the pool, you're like um, super rich dude like Thurston Howell III from Gilligan's Island and you're going to get thrown in the pool at the end of the episode uh, because you're too snotty to like partake of the, the normal people um, I literally think, can't think of anything less refreshing than an IPA well you can't <laughs> you can't be drinking something that high alcohol content I mean I, I assume summer drinking and you know drinking at the beach you know we're talking about day drinking yeah you know you can't be starting at 11 a.m with cognac yeah i'm sorry i'm not a man i mike can i I, I can't totally start at 11 a.m with cognac cognac. yeah i'm sorry i can't douse myself in drano and lighter fluid (laughs) oh by the way okay here's here's a good one this is not this is alcohol related not beer related and I was told not to share this with everybody, but I guess I'm about to. Uh, so, don't tell Dave a fucking state secret, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well, just don't don't tell me any any secret drink recipes. Okay, so here here's a good one. You're gonna think it's crazy, but I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna try it. And you might have to wait till next year. Okay. Uh, so you're at a crawfish. This is this is a spring drink, I guess. This is a crawfish season drink. Maybe you have some time in the next couple of weeks before crawfish really go out of season. But you know, you know, you have you have the big uh, tub of dry uh, crab boil seasoning that you dump into the the pot. Ooh, I'm interested. Keep okay. going. So you you dump that whole thing into to to for your boil. So you have an empty you know thing. Um, Either the Zatarans kind or the Cajun Encounters kind or the. What are we mixing it with? Okay, so you fill it with um, half of like a fifth of whiskey, um, Jesus. a cup of simple syrup, uh, three or four lemons. You juice the lemons right in there. Squeeze everything in there. Like a put whole lemon. lemon or like a half lemon? You cut, take, take like three or four whole lemons, cut them in half, squeeze all of that in there, then throw the lemons in there after you've done squeezing them. So you've got that, half a fifth of whiskey, uh, a cup of simple syrup, fill with ice to the top, and then top off with water, 
and that right there, uh, we call it a uh, we call it swamp juice, and it tastes it tastes like a Arnold Palmer. It tastes like a lemonade, half lemonade, half I half Wait, iced say say Arnold, say like Arnold, a, say Arnold Palmer again. Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Uh, it tastes. What do you like in coffee? Bourbon. It tastes like a, it tastes like a spicy, a little bit spicy Arnold Palmer. You got the lemon, you've got the whiskey with the simple syrup, so it's diluted it down. It makes it a little bit sweeter, um, and then you've got just the, the 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 residue from your Cajun seasonings that are left in that. In that that's fantastic. Oh, and that sounds amazing. amazing. You, t- I think you that told me that it was going to sound weird. I think it sounds amazing. Yeah. It's, but it, at it, first, it, I was it, horrified it, when he was yeah. going, but then as he added like, the ingredients, I was like, that sounds amazing. That could get you wrecked depending yeah. on, on what kind of liquor you added in. Bourbon. Well, yeah, yeah, and and the better the bourbon. Do you need a you know, Do you need a quality bur- Dave? Do you need like a quality bourbon, or can you use like know, trash Evan Williams? Like what? Sh- I don't know about Evan. Should you use? I used I used Jack, and and uh, okay. I was told. Well, see, I, I'm not a whiskey guy either. I don't even like the taste of whiskey, and and I could even drink this. So you, you if you can, if you can afford it, you know, you use a good use a good bourbon, use a good whiskey. If you use something that's a little bit cheaper, what you want to do is you want to up the simple syrup a little bit more. Uh, to balance it out and just to make it a little bit, keep it keep it sweet. Uh, but yeah, it'll mess you up. It's a, it's a half a thing of 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 vodka of uh, of whiskey or bourbon or whatever, and it goes down so easy. Uh, it will mess you up. It will mess you up big time. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Guy. And it's called swamp juice. That's what we call it. That's what we call it. And I apologize. Uh, I apologize to my cousin Scott who told me not to. That's to a tell pretty bad name. That. That's like my my. We went to Vider, and they have a drive-through daiquiri when we were driving to New Orleans. And on the menu was a Mexican Smurf. And my wife, as a flavor my of daiquiri, my yeah, as I as the one time I don't have the soundboard up tonight, but uh, my wife, she was both horrified and offended, and intrigued by the Mexican Smurf flavor daiquiri. She got it. And she said Mexican it was pretty. Smurf, was it was it was called Mexican Smurf? It was called Mexican Smurf. Where was this? <laughs> it was in Viter. I could see your, I could see your wife being like, "I'm really offended. Can I have one, please?" Yes, that's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly how it was. But then she liked it. Next time we're doing next time we're doing the road trips in one, she's probably going to get the Mexican Smurf. <laughs> <sighs> And, and 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 so you know that I'm driving the whole way there. She's just she got the she got the super large, and she does the calories on the uh, the Fitbit, and she's like, oh, it's thirty two hundred. How many calories do you think it is? Like four hundred. I'm like, that thing is sixteen hundred calories minimum. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. So she looked. That's, she that's looked your it up meal on the for internet. Nineteen hundred <laughs> calories. She drank it anyway. She was passed out at by the state line. She was passed out like, like three eggs yeah, down. That sounds like that's enough sugar for a month. <laughs> she just did a, it's an IV of sugar. <laughs> uh, so I like the, the the summer beer category. We got we got more fired up about that than we did uh, almost any off season move the Saints made. So this was the final crazy topic of the night. Um, before I get to questions, I don't know that we 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 answered some in the chat room. We have a few. 
Uh, but Dave said I asked to discuss our worst bathroom experience on a road trip, and Dave, Mister Fancy Pants Millionaire, is like I've never had a bad experience on a road trip. <laughs> so like I, mean, I don't know, Dave. You must have the 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 the, the constitution. He has, he has a, his driver has a mobile home that just follows him everywhere he goes, <laughs> and if he needs to go to the bathroom, it's all gold plated, of course. And if he needs to go to the bathroom, he just rings the bell. And uh, he doesn't even have to move. He just has his driver carry him to the bathroom. Yeah, that's that's all accurate, actually. Must must be nice. Yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. So I had one just this weekend at the Beau Rivage. I had to sprint when when my wife parked the car. I had to fucking sprint to the Beau Rivage. I think I knocked down like a World War II veteran on my way to the bathroom. I'm not sure. He had either he was either a World War II veteran or like a guy in a Shriner cap. I had to like hip check him to like make it through to get to the bathroom so I didn't poop my pants. Uh, and I felt really bad, uh, but I had to do what I had to do. I'm sorry if you're a World War II veteran and I broke your hip or something. I, I apologize, but it was either that or shit right on the Beau Rivage gaming floor. Uh, Andrew, do Ralph, you have? Ralph, Ralph, uh, I think someone wants you to tell a story about. Oh, it's uh, booking the territory. He he wants you to tell a story about a gas station not giving you a key or something. Oh, t- oh my God! Mike is a really a diehard listener. There was a time where I I, I want to say it was in Jennings, Louisiana, and I stopped in and I said to the woman, I said, listen. I said, I got to go. And she's like, listen, the the bathroom is broken. Uh, we usually give you a key. I said, listen, you either give me that key and I go into your broken bathroom or I am going to shit on this floor here. She's like, the bathroom is broken. I said, I don't give a fuck. I need the key. to like, Because you know when you get to that point where you can't move anymore? And your body's like, it's going down right now. Like, I was at that point. So, like, she gave me the key, and I, like, waddled out because I couldn't walk because I was going to shit myself. Like, that's where I was. She was horrified that I was so mean. I went back in their bathroom. Oh, my God. It was it was so foul. I had to, like – like, it was overflowing already, so I had to, like, <laughs> levitate – over it and just do my thing and like just I mean the worst bathroom experience you could have and I've had times where I've been so drunk I've pissed myself and woke up smelling like urine I've I've gotten I got drunk so I got so drunk uh in my early 30s I woke up and my drawers were full of shit. That wasn't as bad as an experience as actually pooping in that bathroom. Just going to say that. So that's my experience. Thank you, Mike, for bringing that up. That's a good story. That is a classic. I'm glad we I'm glad we went over all of this at the end of the podcast so <laughs> people don't turn us off too early. <laughs> all right, we got some questions. We had some legis- legitimate questions. This is from Dylan. He asked, if I gave you, Andrew, if I gave you the choice between either this week's 475 million Mega Millions winning ticket or mm-hmm. a sports book that contains the scores of every sporting event for the next 30 years, what would you want? 
No, yeah, we're talking Back to the Future 3, right? Yeah. Two. Two, two, two. two. Um, Oh, absolutely, I would want Back to the Future 2 scenario. Like Winning the lottery would be exciting, but if... Well, I guess... I mean, I guess it's rigged either way, right? Because you're picking which way you want to. Well, here's the it. So thing, though. It would be way more fun to bet on sports and just the have. The thing is, I would actually throw it every once in a while to get them off my scent. <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing. Do you want to be rich, or do you want to be rich and famous? Because if you win the Mega Millions, you're famous for like a day, and they're like, Andrew Juice, he won four hundred seventy-five millions. Everybody interviews you, then they go away, except for your family members that want money, right? But if you are the dude for the next 30 years that is picking NFL games at a 75% clip because you just throw a couple for fun, like you will be wor- you will be world famous within like a year and a half. But- yeah, fame doesn't really do it for me. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just think betting on sports would be more fun than winning once. Oh, I think I think it's the more fame like the sport cool. of betting that I don't know. I feel like. That that just sounds more fun to me, but I don't I don't really want to be famous. I would take this. I would take the sports betting because, uh, you know, with the lottery winners, you always hear all these horror stories and people take advantage of them, their families, all that kind of stuff. A lot of these people wind up dead. You know, it's publicized. Blah blah blah. You know, there are no there's no shows on TLC about um, people that won big uh, on betting on football. You know, they well, have the, here's the, they thing. Have the here's shows like the lottery, lottery ruined my life. You know, they've got like here's that the thing. I think you got Wait, You're do saying you a win. lot of people that win the lottery end up dead. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Really? Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, well, yeah, here's so. the thing I think you got to do if you win. If you win 500 million with the lottery, you know, after taxes, you're going to get about 200 or so million. The thing you got to do is if you have to go public, right? The thing you have to do is you have to hire somebody and pay them like. 80, 100, 120 grand a year, and their only fucking job is to keep anybody that wants your money away from you. And if anybody gets through and asks for money, they get fired and you hire somebody else. And that's their one fucking job to do. And that's that's what I would do. It would be like my personal assistant. Like, just keep the fucking people away from me. If anybody gets through while I'm getting drunk and doing this line of coke, you get fired. That's what you got to do. Ralph, if, if you won $200 million, you wouldn't kick me like a cool million? Oh, yeah, dude, Ralph. If, yeah, Ralph. If I win the Mega Millions, I'm going to book that, 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 that sky jet where it's like the plane. Uh, I'm, booking it. I'm booking it. We're picking up. I'm going to pick up about eight to ten of my best friends, we're going to Vegas, and you motherfuckers are going to each get like $500,000 in chips, and we're gonna just going to have the, the penthouses at the top, and we're going to blow about $10 million that weekend. Just So so Dave, myself, and Kevin all make the cut? Yeah. Y'all right. all make the cut. Yes. Family members. <laughs> I don't have I – seriously, I only probably have like – the three friends that I had at the Bow Revives this weekend, probably you three, six. I probably only have like like eight friends that I keep in touch with regularly. That's it. Like I'm just. How, how well did you know the guys at the Bow Revives before this weekend? Uh, I didn't. I met them. Uh, one of them, he smelled pretty bad. Me and the wife let him use our shower. Um, 
So what? Wait, what? <laughs> Did you pick up a homeless guy on I-10 on the way to Beauvage? It wasn't I-10. It was on the St. Charles, uh, Lake Charles loop around. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? Well played. So, uh, that doesn't. We that's only that's the only question we have. But Dylan, it was a good one. How come? How the fuck does Dylan, the weather guy, have a check mark, and he only has nineteen hundred followers? I have forty four thousand, and I don't have a fucking check mark. How do you I get a like check you, mark? I feel Twitter? like you could ask for that because uh, don't don't you have a column? You, I do have the WWL reporter. column, but I I I don't know. I think I think they just give. I don't know how they do the check marks anymore. Every time I look it up, I go to a website that's broken on Twitter. I want a check mark. I want the legitimacy of the check mark. I feel like that that will allow me to lord over all the people that say mean and hateful things in my mention during Saints Saints Saint season. I can say I have a check mark, motherfucker. Do you? And then just block them. Uh, I think you could probably get one honestly if you really applied for it. They they they're not as uh, I mean hell as Dylan Frederico can get one. Well, he's an on-air weather person. <laughs> I know, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. In whatever state. So, I mean, you know, he probably no, goes he, to the grocery legit. store he's and legit. gets recognized. He's legit. Maybe he I could DM me, Dylan. How did you do it? When is Dylan going to, like, drop drop our name during a, during a weather forecast? Oh, yes. I'm waiting <laughs> for that. Dylan, you need a code word, man, when you're on nah, – I don't know. I don't even know if he's listening to this, but if you're on air you... – yeah. Breaking news for our 12 hockey fans. St. Louis won the series of titles. <laughs> I just wanted to Somewhere Kevin is doing right. a little fist pump right now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah, that's about <sighs> it. So, um, that about, that about wraps it up for today. Before we get out of here, I want to do two things. I want to tell you guys, my bookie is amazing. Go to mybookie.com. CA. They have the best props, the best futures, the best betting ex- experience. Uh, so when you so when you get that that book of of sports winners from the future, use mybookie.com to place your I will <laughs> I will be I will be bleeding my bookie dry, and they will regret the fact that they ever sponsored this podcast. <laughs> do you do you think when Biff made all that money, he went on uh, mybookie.com? He, no man, they probably had like in the well in in that future, they had like the what what year was it for Back to the Future? I think it was like twenty nineteen eighty five. No, the the future. <laughs> the future. It was like tw- it, it was, was like twenty twenty sixteen twenty seventeen. It was two thousand fifteen. It was thirty years. That was uh, crazy. The they, their future was not. We're, so it was four years ago. He, Marty Marty McFly. Marty McFly went into the future, and it was four years ago. <laughs> but if you're Marty, Mc, Marty McFly and you're in the future, go to my bookie and use the code HAPPY25 and get double your sign-up uh, amount that you deposit. Uh, terms and restrictions apply. Uh, so that'll wrap up today's show. Uh, I want to thank everybody on the live stream for – participating we did it andrew 
the live stream is working well. I hope everybody liked my graphic this year, this week, that was th Darren Sproul, three pictures of him, uh, and was correct, unlike our bracket last week where I had the wrong two finalists in the uh, Sean Payton bracket championship match. I think I think Ralph still thinks Stephon Anthony is in the tournament. <laughs> He's not? What? And also, also, it's not three different pictures of Darren Sproles this week. It's the same picture of Darren Sproles just in a row. <laughs> That's hey, what I Dave, like. I do you know? I built that as I was on the phone with you in our in our pre-show. It shows I was building that. It shows. It shows. Prepared as always. The only one that prepared for this podcast is Andrew because his hot takes destroyed mine. Um, so that'll wrap it up for today. Uh, for Kevin, who is uh doing uh, hockey-type activities that he knows nothing about in St. Louis, who's MIA. Uh, for Dave, who is officially a college merchandise mogul with multiple locations in and around the Baton Rouge and New Orleans area. Congratulations on that, Dave. For Andrew, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar... The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... The best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? 
Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.